You're watching the Jail Ministry Podcast. The J-A-I-L, or Jesus Acts and Inmates' Lives Ministry, is Christ-centered and provides programs focused on the prevention and intervention for the incarcerated. Jail Ministry also provides support to offenders, criminal justice professionals, victims, and their families. Thank you for your continued financial assistance. For more information, visit jailmen.org. Now here's today's lesson. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Glad to see you. Uh, back at it with you, talking about Jesus here at Jail Ministry. And uh, we kind of were talking about the uh, Jews and their failure to enter the promised land, to enter God's rest. Entering God's rest is not just going into the promised land. It's obeying God and following Him in everything He wants you to do. In my case, part of me entering His rest. Yes, it was getting saved. Yes, it was going into church. Yes, it was reading my Bible. It was praying. Uh, it, it was doing all those things. But it also, in my case, was also um, marrying the right person. It also was uh, becoming a minister. All right? And it took me about, oh, two decades to do what He wanted me to do. And it wasn't willful disobedience. It was ignorance, blindness. Ignorance is don't understand what God is telling you to do. Blindness uh, sometimes isn't blindness. It's uh, uh, disobedience. All right, take your Bibles and turn to Numbers chapter 14. We did some of this last week. Turn to Numbers 14, hold your place, and then go over to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. We were talking about fear. Fear last week. And the reason they didn't go in was the 10 spies, 12 spies went in the land. 10 of them came back with a bad report. Two of them, Caleb and Joshua, came back with a great report about the promised land. And uh, by the way, both groups were telling the truth. The problem with the uh, uh, negative report, the 10 negative report people, was they left God out of the truth. And uh, they said, you can't take the land. We can't take the land. You're right. You can't take it. You can't conquer marijuana, alcohol, cocaine, uh, pornography, lying, cheating, stealing, whatever it is. You can't conquer it without King Jesus. Amen. So let's read uh, Hebrews 11.1. 1. We'll have a word of prayer and then we'll get to our lesson. This is kind of a little bit of a review. Uh, I've added a verse in here. And, and Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says in the New King James Version, Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for. The evidence of things unseen, substance, it is the belief, it is the knowledge that whatever God has told you to do, you can do in Christ. Amen. God told me to be a minister. Yes, we believe he saved us. We get baptized. We start going to church and all this stuff. We read our Bible. But then something like be a minister. So I'm supposed to quit my job, which was a government job. It paid quite well. All here. Quit my job. And somehow or another, God is going to arrange for me to still make a living and take care of my wife and kids. Don't you know that God is faithful? God is faithful. You can trust God. Don't you know you're breathing his air, you're walking on his dirt, you're drinking his water. And in the case of the Jews, these are the people who saw the ten plagues. They saw the pillar of fire by night. And the cloud by day, and it followed them around, or it led them all over the place. They got to the Red Sea, the fire stayed behind, kept Pharaoh and his army back, and the wind blew, and the Red Sea opened. 
Blew all night long with the Red Sea, and they walked through as on dry land. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for. See, we Americans hear the word hope for. It means maybe. Hope for here means God said it. It's going to happen. He said, son, in 1979, he told me, be an evangelist. It wasn't until 2000 that I became an evangelist. Amen. Woo. Was I a preacher before that? I preached a little bit before that. But then, and by the way, now today, if you told me to stop doing what God called me to do, I said, no, no, I can't stop it. I can't take it. COVID's going on and we can't go in the jail and do live services anymore. And, and at first it was killing me inside. God says, son, I got something for you to do. I've been wanting you to get a master's degree in the Bible. So now you do these tapes one time a week. We put the messages on the tablets. Y'all pray for us that people will hit that button on their tablet and uh, uh, look at jail ministry and see what messages we got. All right, so uh, my ex exposition of the scriptures in the introduction is Hebrews. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You cannot see how this is going to possibly work. My second oldest sister, who was 10 years older than me, who I loved dearly and respected and admired, I told her, I said, God done told me to go be a prison missionary evangelist. She said, ain't nobody going to want that. Ain't nobody, that ain't going to work. Don't do that. That's crazy. That's stupid. She's like the 10 spies. She's like the 10 spies. Thank God Joshua and Caleb came along and said, son, you sure God's telling you to do that? I said, yes, sir. Go do it. Amen. And don't you know that God blessed all the rest? The rest of it is history, as they like to say. Now go on and turn over to Numbers in the Old Testament, fourth book of the Bible, Numbers chapter 14. And uh, uh, we're going to continue on. They're weeping all night long because the ten spies then told them, it is a great land, but we can't take it. They got, they got uh, 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 walls around their cities all the way up to the heavens. Jericho, first place. All they got to do is walk around in circles and blow the horns and holler and scream. And on the seventh day, the walls came down. Don't you know when archaeologists went over there and, and surveyed or, or did Jericho, they found the walls that went down flat. They didn't go in. They didn't go out. They went down flat. They said, well, it should have been went in because the enemy would have pushed the walls in. Um uh, if they tried to get out, you know, the people, which they wouldn't try to do that, they'd have pushed the walls out. Old Rahab, the harlot's house, was still there. Amen. They, they, they even could figure out where that was at. Um, chapter 14 of Numbers, verses 1 to 5. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. They wept all night long, it says in one of the versions. And all the children complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt. If only we had died when we were on cocaine. If only we had died when we were on crystal meth. If only we had died from alcohol. If only we had died when we were back in slavery and we're getting beaten, whipped, and making bricks for Pharaoh and doing all this stuff. Pharaoh is a type of the devil and Egypt is a type of the world and the carnal life. It will not work. You will find yourself... God bless you. I love you. I pray you're listening to this. You will find yourself repeatedly in jail, rehab, halfway houses, whatever it is, until you die to the flesh, the world, and the devil. And you say, die? I ain't talking about physically die. I'm talking about spiritually die to all them things. 
come alive to Christ and reading the Bible and going to church and praying and, and put on your spiritual armor and then you'll be able to resist all those things. Verse, uh, uh, only we had died in the land of Egypt. That, that part of that verse. Can you imagine God sitting there listening to this? He said, y'all saw the nine plagues. Then you saw the tenth when the death angel came. Even Pharaoh's son died. Egypt was the greatest power in the world. We, I destroyed Egypt where you didn't have to do nothing but sit there and watch. And now you're afraid to go into the promised land. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. These people don't have a sound mind. They don't have power and they don't have love towards God and his word. Amen. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. I pray that's not your testimony. Amen. Verse three. Why has the Lord? Look who they're blaming. Why has the Lord brought us out of slavery? Why has the Lord taken us away from cocaine and alcohol and marijuana and all that other crazy living? Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword that our wives and children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? Let's return uh, 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 to all that wildness. I don't know about y'all. I ain't been to jail since I was 15 years old. I got saved when I was 20. I just didn't get caught between 15 and 20. But I was doing crime, all right. I just didn't get caught. My point being in telling you that is this. God can take and do great things with you. Amen. If you'll just let him. All right. Uh, uh, by the way, God don't love me no more than he loves you. If he done what he done for me, he'll do it for you. Amen. All right. So, so they're up here saying God done brought us out here to kill our wives and our children. In a little while, he's going to tell them. None of y'all are going into the rest. None of y'all are going in the promised land that are 20 years and older. All of you are going to die out here walking in circles in the desert. You're never going to make it to these great cities. You're never going to make it to this land flowing with milk and honey. Because you did not believe. Amen. And you could have believed. Verse 4. So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. Watch this. Can you imagine if you were Moses and Aaron and all that you had been through? Moses spent 40 years in the house of Pharaoh, greatest place in the world. Pharaoh's sister had raised him as prince of Egypt. He spent 40 years on the backside of the desert. He got a big head being in Pharaoh's house. He got humbled on the backside of the desert. Now from 80 to 120, he'll lead the children of Israel. He's still in his 80s right here. And um, he's probably 82 or 83 at this point. And um, um, now he's leading these people. And he's led them out of slavery. And they're saying, let us pick us a leader to go back to Egypt. How are you going to get across the Red Sea? God ain't going to open it for you again. You know, the Egyptians tried to go across and they all drowned in there. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't thinking straight. Remember what I said a second ago? Spirit of fear, not of power, love, and a sound mind. They don't got a sound mind. Amen. And sometimes we let our emotions and rash decisions get us in trouble. Verse 3, but Joshua, the son of Nun, well, let me read 5. Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, who was one of the 12 spies, who came back with a good report, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, 
tore their clothes. A sign of great mourning. You might wonder, why are they tearing their clothes? They got to go to Walmart or Kmart and get some more clothes. Well, they don't got Walmart and Kmart. Anybody tore their clothes? This is a sign of great mourning. They throw dust in the hair. Sometimes they put a, a sackcloth and all this stuff up and burlap on. And, and uh, that's rough clothing. And they would put all this. Oh! Oh! And they're doing this. Joshua and Caleb said, wait a minute. What are you? Stop! You're wrong. Quit being a slave. Quit having a slave mentality. Quit having a dog's mentality. Verse 7, And they spoke to all the congregation of children of Israel, saying, The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, He done did all these things for us. Clearly He loves us and He delights us and He wants to help us. Delights us. Then He will bring us into the land. And give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. I got news for you. It ain't flowing with milk and honey back over in Egypt. Amen. Egypt is tore up. And even if it wasn't tore up, you were a slave back over there. Sometimes we think crazy. I pray you're listening to your tablet, watching all these messages. You know, we get in jail and we start thinking, man, we was out there. We used to get high. We used to get drunk and we'd all hang out and we'd have a good time. Well, I didn't get drunk and I didn't get high the other night, but I had a good time at church Sunday night. I had a good time at church Sunday morning. I had a good time at church Wednesday night. On Saturday, I was just telling the man I'm taking with, we were out passing out gospel tracts, knocking on doors, telling people, we had a good time. It was 100 degrees and we were walking around out there, knocking on doors. Sometimes they wouldn't open the door. Most time they'd open the door and a lot of them had a testimony of, I got saved already. And uh, uh, we invited them to church and this, that, and the other. We had a good time. For eternity, God will recognize the good time we had. The other stuff you're doing, it won't be a good time. You'll have a headache. You'll have a hangover. You'll have no money. You won't have nobody that loves you. Uh, my wife's been loved me for 40 some years. You know, my kids love me. The man I was walking around with, he's 25, 26 years old. Uh, uh, he loves me. Young preacher boy. Me and him were out there. He, he's a layman. He's he, he not an official big, big, uh, a preacher or nothing like that. Neither am I for that matter, really. But, you know, so so verse eight, if the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us a land which flows in milk. <clears throat> Watch verse nine. They understand this. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are bread. Their protection has departed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear. The devil can't stop you. Nothing can stop you. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. Amen. Why? Because I'm doing what God called me to do. And guess what? It's going to work. Amen. Look, with, look how crazy these people. Verse 10. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared. All right, they're, they're getting ready to stone these Two men and Moses and uh, 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 Aaron to death. All right, and the glory of God comes down. And uh, we're going to skip from that part right now. We'll come back to it. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. God's coming down and he's going to speak. Go over to verse 36, chapter 14, still in Numbers. Verse 36 now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land. This is judgment 
for discouraging God's people. I'm trying to encourage you in the things of God. I'm telling you to read your Bible. I'm telling you to pray. I'm telling you to go to a Bible preaching church or Bible preaching services while you're there in the jail or the prison you're in, whatever kind of facility it is. Why are you going to do that? If you go to something, this is encouragement, not discouragement. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. The 10 spies were going by sight and not by faith in what God has said for 600 years. God has been telling, starting off with Abraham, this is your land. Everywhere your foot touches, this is your land. Abraham told Isaac. Isaac told Jacob. Jacob told his 12 sons. And, and we got the, the 12 tribes of Israel and now 2 million people in the desert. Right on the, they made it right to the border. One more step of belief and would have worked out. They're going to spend the next 38 years. I know I've said this. Basically, they're going to spend the next 38 years in prison. Even though they're not in a prison with wire or bars or walls or anything like that. The prison of their sin. Verse 36. Now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report on the land. They basically lied and caused fear. Oh, there are giants in the land. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Oh, the sky is falling. Hold on for a second. Keep your finger here in Numbers 14, verse 36 and 37. Turn one book over in Deuteronomy chapter 1. I don't know if I read it with you last week, but let me read it with you this week. I want you to see something. God didn't tell them to send those spies in the land. They want to do it. God allowed them to do it. God will allow you to hang out with some bad people. Maybe you'll tell them about Jesus. But sometimes we allow the bad people, our old friends. That's why God, when I got saved, I was everybody I knew was gone. I was overseas in the military. I didn't know anybody over there. I got saved. And then I made a whole bunch of new friends, but they were all church friends. They kind of held my arms up. And I kept on going for Jesus. Amen. If I had been around my sister who told me don't do prison ministry, back then she would say, don't do church, don't do Christianity. That ain't going to do nothing for you. Don't, you. You can have religion. Just don't be too serious about that thing. Don't be reading your Bible. Don't be praying all the time. Don't, don't, don't make this your life. You know, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these things will be added unto you. Verse 22 and every one of you came near to me. This is the, the word Deuteronomy means second law. So Moses is kind of reveal, re, uh, Moses is kind of reviewing everything that happened, not just with this situation, but the whole time from the time they were in e Egypt to this point, they're about to cross over in the promised land. Verse 22. And every one of you came near to me and said, let us send men before us and let them search out the land for us. And bring back word to us of, uh, of the way by which we should go up and the cities into which we shall come. Now, let me stop. God had told you to go over here and take this land, brought you to Kadesh Barnea. All right. You already know the way to go in. Just go in and Kadesh Barnea. Amen. Why? Because that's where God's taking you to. God don't need no spies to go in and do all this stuff. He can take God. Where do you want us to attack first? God, what, where do you want us to go in at first? Amen. God, when I get out of jail, what job do you want me to do? What city do you want me to live in? What people do you want me to be around? Amen. 
By the way, what people? God's people. Amen. God's people. Why? The other ones are going to pull you down. Amen. When I got strong enough, now I can go amongst uh, uh, the other people and they can't pull me down. All right. I'm so strong in the Lord, not in my power, but in his power. I'm so strong in his power in the Lord. They can't pull me down. Amen. Uh, uh, I hang out with fellows like this guy over here that believes the Lord. Amen. Uh, there was a woman in here. She, she uh, 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 did her service before I came in. Uh, her name's Millie. She, she stays with the Lord. Sammy stays with the Lord. Uh, uh, Martin stays with the Lord. I see it, brother. Ten more minutes. And uh, uh, verse 22 or verse 23, the plan pleased me well. So I took 12 of your men, one man from each tribe, and they departed and went up into the mountains and came to the valley of Eschol. All right. And uh, spied it out. See, it was their idea to go spy out the land. When I came to Texas, I didn't need to spy out Texas. Amen. In 2017, I came to Texas from North Carolina. Uh, I was an old man. I was uh, uh, doing the ministry. Uh, we, we had a house paid for. Uh, we had a rental house paid for. We had a cars paid for. We were sitting on the rocking porch at night. I'd go to jail three or four times a week, sometimes five, do my ministry. And, and everything was hunky-dory. Everything was bueno, bueno. Everything was great. And then God laid on my heart, go to Texas. Am I going to obey God or am I going to obey my flesh? Flesh. I'm settled in my church. I'm settled in my community. I'm settled in my ministry. Everything's working great. Go to Texas. Where do you want me to go to Texas for? I mean, and Texas is a big place. Where do you want me to go at? Son, just go to Texas. Well, all right, I'm going to go to Kadesh Barnea, Texas. So here I am in Texas, amen? And God's working it out in Texas. Go back over to uh, Numbers 14. There's a lot more down there. They wanted to go spy out the land. They didn't need no spying out the land. They didn't need to know about all that stuff. God, God's got your back. Amen. I, I, I went to the jail after I got here. I've been here a week or two. I went to the jail uh, in the county that I live in. I said, uh, I, I'm a minister and I'd like to come in and minister to your men. Uh, who do I talk to? And they, they put me in contact with jail ministry. Jail ministry handles the ministry for the county. And guess what? They said, sure, you can get in there. And we got to do a little paperwork on you, get you, you know, check you out and all this stuff, and we'll get you in there. And since 2017, I've been going in and out of the jail telling people about Jesus. Amen. Let me uh, get down here. Verse 36, we read that. Now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land. These people... Cause fear, the ten bad spies, cause fear and discouragement. I, as a man, uh, a husband, a father, a, a Christian leader, and so forth like that, I ought to be encouraging the people with the word of God, encouraging them to do the work and the ministry of Christ. Amen. We've all got a ministry. I don't know what it is. My wife's ministry at the church we go to is working in the nursery. Amen. Even though she's 60 years old, her childbearing years are long gone. Amen. She said, I'll watch the kids while young women and young families are in there listening to the word of God. I can hear it on the it's intercom in here, but I can surely do that. That's not an easy job. And a lot of times the people that are supposed to be in there, she makes the schedule. A lot of times they don't show up. So she goes in there and she's doing it on time when it's not even her turn. She said, I need a ministry. I need something to do for God. What are you doing for God? Now, let me uh, go to 37. 
those very men who brought the evil report, I want you to see that judgment is coming. Yes, God will forgive you, but you're still going to walk in the wilderness for 40 years, 38 years. You had this opportunity. And the reason they didn't go in was no more than fear and unbelief. They're synonyms in this case. They're, they're very similar words and similar ideas. Why didn't I go? I don't believe God. What an affront to the God of heaven. Most of us will have trouble reproducing what happened with the Jews here because they had seen the ten plagues. They had seen the Red Sea open. They had seen the manna come down. They had seen the rock from whom they were getting water. A rock gave them water. They had seen the cloud that led them around in the daytime. They had seen the cloud of fire that, that led them around at nighttime. They had seen all these things. Verse 37, uh, those very men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before the Lord. They told them lies and discouraged the people and within 24 hours, they were dead. The 10 men, Caleb and Joshua, they will live for another uh, uh, 40 more years. They'll go in the promised land. They'll live another uh, 30, 20, 30, 40, 50 more years in the promised land. They'll be at the ripe old age of 100 and something. And, and Caleb tells Joshua when they come in the land in the book of Joshua, he says, my strength is the same as it was when we searched out the land 40 years ago. He says, I'm 80 years old now and I'm just as strong as I was when I was 40. Woo! Thank you. And, uh, woo! Man, I don't know about you, that, that excites me, amen? But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jeponiah, Jeponiah remained alive of, all of, the, of the men who went to spy out the land. Why'd they rely, stay alive? They believed God. Why is God allowing me to keep on living and doing what I'm doing? We believe God. We follow Christ. I did not tell you we're sinless. We're perfect. You're missing. Don't, don't be throwing crazy ideas out there. Everybody sins. The Bible told you that. But we don't do all that crazy stuff I used to do when I was going to jail. I ain't been in jail in God knows how long. Amen. Now, go back with me. And uh, we only got a few minutes. We're going to have to shut her down here in a second. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation? Is that what God said? How long shall I bear with this evil person? I showed them all these miracles and all this great stuff. And they will not listen. Who complain against me. God hates complaining. Every morning you wake up, thank God you woke up. Thank God you got air to breathe. Thank God you got water. You're in jail. You got three hots in a cot. Thank God. Oh, I want to be in jail. You want to be in hell? Jail's a whole lot better than hell. Amen. It's kind of a preview. I agree. Tomorrow is going to be a better day. Tomorrow is going to be a better Give us this day our daily bread. Don't say, I got a 40-year sentence. Say, I got one day. You go through the day, and then you wait for tomorrow. Amen. Get done with this day and the next day. I got one more day. And you serve your time like that. Amen. Uh, verse uh, uh, 20, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation complaining against me? I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness. All of you are numbered according to your entire number from 20 years old and above. Amen. Everybody 
that was 20 and older besides Joshua and Caleb and their families died in the wilderness. All the ones under 20, 19 years, 11 months, and 29 days, they didn't die. The same people, their children made it in, and the parents did not because of unbelief and fear. Amen. Let's pray about eternal life, and let's pray we not be unbelievers and fearful, stopping us from doing the will of God. Father, thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for your word. Thank you for wrapping up this message and this topic. Today, dear Heavenly Father, if, if there's any in the hearing of the sound of my voice and they're not sure they're saved, pray something like this. Say, dear Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I'm in need of a Savior and Jesus died for me and He is the Savior. He substitutionally died and paid my sins. Please forgive me of my sins and let Jesus come into my heart and save me. I believe your word, God, that He died for me. Please save me. Please help me not have, be fearful but believing your word. Please let me not be unbelieving, but believing. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity. In Christ's name, amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week with more of the awesome, eternal, everlasting word of God. You all have a blessed day.